Father, we thank you. Oh, what an honor to know that you are God. You don't need a man to show that you are God. By yourself, you are God. The maker of heaven and earth. Daddy, for 63 years, you have kept this nation. And we're bold to sing. Ancient of days. As you are, as old as you are. still keep us and daddy we have come into your presence this day to celebrate and declare your faithfulness we worship you we magnify you we thank you because this is a day you've appointed for us Lord don't pass us by open the heaven over us and minister life to us in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Savior. Thank you, Redeemer. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Please be seated. Today, by the mercies of God, we are dedicating this service to our nation. The place of prayer and like we said, we are fasting. And the essence is that we are making a statement before heaven to provoke God. To say your word is better than our food. We want you to intervene in the affairs of this nation. And it is because Nigeria is on a prophetic agenda. And the church of Jesus Christ in Nigeria. And that's why I want you to understand a few things we are doing and will be doing. Uh, we were discussing earlier in the morning and they said, you have been fasting, but sometimes you might find this one a little bit, maybe a little bit on the tough side for you. It's allowed. It's to announce to you that some things are happening in the heavens. And because it's possible you can stay the whole day without fasting and there's no hunger. But if hunger comes this day, please, let's hold on. The Lord will help us in the name of Jesus. And the evening will be gathering to celebrate with the communion, trusting that the change we are believing God has come in the name of Jesus. Because this month is a month of search time. Amen? Let's look at, uh, before we go ahead, let's look at Genesis chapter 8, verse 1. Verse 1 says, And God remembered Noah 
and every living thing, and all the cattle that was with him in the ark. And God made a wind. God created a circumstance. God spoke a word. Lord, God allowed some things to come to pass over the earth, and the waters began to do what? Subside. King James says, assuage. I'm praying that as God has remembered you and this Nigeria, great things will begin to happen for us in the name of Jesus. Amen. At the beginning of this year, the Lord told us, this is your best year. I don't know whether anybody is still holding on to that or you have thrown it into the dustbin. But God has spoken some things that is supposed to cause a change. In the beginning, the whole earth was without form and void until God gave a word. And that, that word is what framed what we are speaking. And so at the beginning of the year, the Lord gave us a word that is supposed to frame this year for us. For those of us who believe. But the truth is not too late. This year can still be your best year. Now, if you go to verse 5 of that Genesis chapter 8. He said, and the waters decrease continually. Things were happening that doesn't look like what God has spoken at that time. That the waters will begin to assuage. It doesn't appear until, the Bible says, until what? The tenth month. And let's, let's come to Nigeria. Let's, as if we're reading it as Nigerians. It says, and the water decreased until what? You are not, God bless you. I'll be speaking English. We're calling it tenth month. It says, until what? And in October, on what? The fourth on today. If there's any English like that, on today. Until today. He said, there became a manifestation. He said, the mountains were what? We'll see. I'm praying that today will mark a new beginning for you. Amen. And whatever promise that looks like it's been hidden, God has spoken it, you will begin to see the manifestations. Amen in this moon. And that's one of the reasons we need to understand what God is saying to us as a people. That Nigeria is on a prophetic agenda. He says, the water decreased continually. Nothing was seen. It looks like nothing is happening. Till the 10th month of October for us. And in that 10th month, on the first day of that month, some things began to happen. What do you want to happen in your life? Can you just bow your head and tell the Lord, what do you want to happen in your life? What do you want to happen in your life? For this purpose, the mountains need to be seen. For you might be a raise in pay salary, a breakthrough, a reconciliation, a word from heaven. Something must happen. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Say something must happen. We'll discuss that in the evening. The Lord will help you in Jesus' name. So we are set. Look at it. Zechariah where we read chapter 8. 
Zechariah chapter 8. Uh, that's for the church. Let's see what will happen. Verse 11. I want to read verse 11 to the end. He said, but when? But when? He said, I will not be unto the residue of these people as in the former days. Said what? The Lord. Said things, because I have come, things will no longer be as I was before. Things are not going to remain the same for you again in the name of Jesus Christ. Said I will, if you have read verse 1 to this point, you say he was talking about he was going to deal with them, things will be tough and rough for them. He said, but now I will not be unto the residue of these people as in what? In the former days of affliction the former days of sickness, the former days of, of, of poverty and shame and disgrace. See, it's over. But look at verse 12. He says, For the seed, who can the seed shout amen? amen? Who is the seed? The seed of Abraham. He says, For the seed shall be what? No, no, no. You don't like prosperity. You know? Just say, I am the seed, me, me. I'm the only one, I'm the only bad person that likes person. Say, for the seed shall be what? You know, because of where we are coming from, some of us condemn people when they talk about prosperity. But this is scriptures, you agree with me. The wine shall give what? And the ground shall give her what? Get ready. And the heaven shall give what? Her due. Three full blessings. And I will cause the remnant of these people to possess what? Can you look at me and say, that's me he's talking about? No, I'm not talking. That's not, you see, please, we're in an environment. Just say, it is the pastor he's talking about. Okay. Well, you're on your own. <laughs> so go to verse 13. It shall be and it shall come to pass because he's talking. You know, they have rubbish the church. People have used the church to choose twin stick and spit out because of the way we have done. But God will have mercy. It shall come to pass that as you wear a curse among the hidden, O house of Judah, O house of Israel, it says, So will I do what? Save you. And it shall be what? So fear not. But let your hands become what? Strong. Don't be discouraged. Don't look around you and throw in the towel. No. God is not done with us. Go to the next verse. For thus said the Lord, as I have thought to punish you when your father provoked me to rot, said the Lord, and I did not repent. I carried out that judgment. Verse 15. So again, have I taught in these days to do well unto who? Unto you. And to the house of Jesus. So don't be afraid. You may hear many things. You may see things that are happening. It may not be the way you want it. It may, it may run contrary to your expectations. But fear not. Okay? Let's go. 
These are the things that you shall do. Speak every man what? Truth toward his neighbor. We must tell ourselves the truth. And the, only, the word of God is the only word, the truth. Every other thing you are presenting are facts and can change. The only thing that is eternal is the word of God. Hold on to it. And execute judgment of truth and peace in your what? Gates. Follow God. Follow the word of God. You see, God is so good that we can build our life upon the word of God. Okay, go ahead. Let none of you do what? Imagine even your heart against his neighbor. Love no false oath. For all these things the Lord hates. Go to verse. And the word of the Lord of hosts came unto me, saying, Thus said the Lord of hosts. Listen carefully to this one. The fast of what? The fast of the first month. The fast of the and the fast of what? The fifth month. He skipped the sixth one and said, The fast of what? The seventh. Eight, nine. And it goes to what? The fast, the tenth one of the house of Jude. He said, This fast, you know, we fast every first day of the month. He said, But this tenth one will bring you what? Joy. It will bring you what? It will turn your life to a cheerful word, feasts. Tonight, meeting by the mercies of God will turn around somebody's destiny. Amen. We change somebody's story. Because it is an appointed time that God took cognizance of it. If you have said the first of first seconds, no, he picked them out and said, The tenth one shall be unto you for joy, for gladness, and for cheerful feasts. You must love what? Truth and pursue peace. Pursue peace. The next verse. God is speaking again. It shall come to pass that there shall come people and inhabitants of what? Many cities. Your life will become attractive. Yeah. I say your life will become attractive. Yeah. It's not your doing. It is what God will do for you. Let's go ahead. And the inhabitants of one city shall go to another. Say, let us go speedily to pray before the Lord and to seek the Lord of hosts. We also will go. But look at what followed in verse 2. Say, yea, many people and strong nations shall come to seek the Lord of hosts in this place. Amen? Amen. And they will pray before the Lord. Why? This is what God is saying again. In those days, it shall come to pass because of what God will do with your life. Men won't understand how things are happening. They'll just see your life is beautiful, your life is joyous, your life is good. Then they will say, they will take the, the skirt of him that is a Jew saying. They will have seen something. You know, last Sunday we were saying something that the bread that will fall out of our table is enough. To meet the need of people. He says, but this time they will hold on to us. He says, we have heard something about you. There's one thing they need to hear about you. That God is with me. He says, we have heard that God is with you. 
Things that are happening to others are not happening to you. We're in this harsh economy, but I can't see it upon you. We see when men are falling, but you are saying there is a lifting. I see that there is a new song upon your mouth that is different from the rest of the world. It says, we will follow you to this God. Go to the next verse. Oh, that's the last verse. He said that because of what God will do for you. Psalm 126. Just preparing you for evening before we share what we have to share today. <laughs> Psalm 126. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, it looks like what? It's a dream. Because like Joseph, from prison today to the palace tomorrow, there is a turn around for somebody. The person's amen will be thunderous. He said, Then our mouth was filled with what? Laughter. Our tongue with singing. Then they said among the hiddens. No, they will see what God is doing. They will see. Then they will say something. The Lord. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. You know why I'm so excited? He didn't say the government have done great things for you. He didn't say men, your employer have done great things for you. He said the Lord. Can somebody be bold enough to say the Lord? He said the Lord has done what? Great things for us. Verse 3. The Lord had done great things for us. Wherefore what? We are very happy. He says, Turn again our captivity, O Lord, as the streams in the south. Because you are sowing in tears, you are fasting and praying. It's a sacrifice, like I said. You, I want you to appreciate that it's not going to be in vain. And I want you to be conscious of it in the name of Jesus Christ. You know, sometimes... You can wait the whole day, you are not fasting, but this one, like I was here, got out of the house this morning, I don't know where the smell of Akara was coming from, I said, God have mercy, oh my God. Sunday morning, <laughs> the Lord will help you. Say, do that day that sow in tears shall reap what? Joy. Your joy is coming. Your joy is coming. Verses and then. He that goeth out forth weeping, bring, bearing precious seed. I'm praying that all your offering this year, the Lord will remember. Amen. The Lord will arise for you in the name of Jesus. Shall doubtless you will come again with what? Rejoicing. Bringing what? The result of your labor. And I'm praying the Lord will help you. Grant your heart desires in the name of Jesus. That brings us to our topic this morning. It says, righteousness, not debate, not policies. Please permit me to speak on behalf of the kingdom. I'm not interested in conforming myself with whatever you, you want to hear. Say, righteousness 
exalts what? A nation. It's not complete. Let's look at it in scriptures. Proverbs 14, 34. Righteousness exalted a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. Can you give me an IV? Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin condemns any people. TPT. A nation is exalted by what? The righteousness of his people. But sin heaps disgrace upon the land. The Lord will have mercy upon us in Jesus' name. But where, if it is righteousness, where can we find righteousness? Where is God expecting to find righteousness? If righteousness is what is going to exalt the nation, where does he hope to find righteousness? Isaiah 64 and verse 6. There are all manner of righteousness. Basically or theologically, there are two kinds of righteousness. The one you think, oh, because of what you are doing, God will remember you. It doesn't work like that. He said, but we are all as unclean things, and all our righteousnesses amounts to what? When God weighs it in a balance, it's useless. It's a filthy rag. Remember what the Lord told the Pharisees. He said, except your righteousness will exceed the righteousness of the Pharisees. There is no hope for you. So in our nation, where does he hope to find righteousness? If all that we do and do does not amount to anything. Let's look at the other kind of righteousness. The one that is Philippians 3.9. For the sake of time, let's look at it. If you have started from verse 1, you will have seen when Paul was talking about his qualification. He says, of the tribe of Benjamin, he was circumcised on the seventh day, a Pharisee of the Pharisees, and all manner of things. He kept the law. As touching the law, he was what? Blameless. But he understood that all these things before God amounted to what? A waste of time is filthy rag. And that is why he concluded. Maybe it will make more sense to, to, for you to flow. Yea, doubtless, I count all things but love for the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ, my Lord, for whom I suffer the loss of all things, and do count them but a dung, that I might win Christ. Verse 9. And be found in him, not having my own righteousness which is of what? The law. But that which is true, the faith of Christ. The righteousness, which is of God. By what? By faith. The only place God can find faith is in you. Because you have placed your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. You have righteousness. Look at it. 2 Corinthians 5.21 For he had made him to be seen for us 
who knew no sin, that we may be made what? The righteousness of God in him. So the only place where God is looking for righteousness is no other place than among his people. So if the nation is not exalted, it's because we, the ecclesia, which we call the church, have failed him. Can we be bold enough to take the responsibility but not the condemnation that the nation is where it is because of where the church is? I'm not here to condemn the church. There's nothing you will not find outside there if you have not found it in the church. You know why? It is what we permit that is permitted even in the political arena. The gladiators you find there, where are they from? They are from our homes. You'll find Matthew there. You'll find Paul there. You'll find Bartholomew there. God is not expecting anything outside from the church. In fact, it is heresy for him to expect anything else. The Lord will grant us mercy. I said, the Lord will grant us mercy. So I want you to understand that there is an expectation of God from, of us or from us. Look at it. Philippians 2, 14 and 15. Do all things without what? Murmuring and disputing. Excuse me. If we carry out a poll this morning, how many of us have not murmured about this nation? About the circumstance we have found ourselves. Even sometimes, our wife and husband. But the Bible says we will not murmur. The pothole, the Marwa, Keke Marwa, who did some maneuver, thinking he's James Bond, and just did that thing for you. And the man is happy going his way. It's not even You are the one swallowing the pain and all those things. No. But look at what the expectation of God concerning you. Verse 15. He said that you may be blameless and harmless. The what? The sons of God. Without what? Rebuke. In the midst of a crooked and what? So he knows Nigeria. Don't think he doesn't know. He's not expecting anything from them. His expectation is of you. Hallelujah. Among whom God expects us to shine what? As light. Beloved, the darkness we find in the, in the nation anywhere is not going to respond to debate. Darkness does not respond to debate. It does not respond to harassment. I just I would dig. No. The only thing darkness responds to is light. It's what? It's light. The only thing that darkness will respond to, all the gra gra we are doing will not. All the, all the permutation, it will, it will, darkness will just be laughing at us. Because the only antidote of light, of, of darkness, is what? It's light. And the Lord will help us. Look at it. Matthew 5, 13 to 16. Look at the responsibility on your shoulder. He didn't say you will be. 
He said, you are the light of the earth, the salt of the earth. But if salt have lost its savour, wherewith shall it be salted? It is henceforth good for nothing to be cast out and be trodden under foot. That's why they treat us the way they treat us. That's why sometimes you expect the church to do some things. We have dined with Dalila too much. Our hairs have been shoven. We have lost it. We are not bold enough as a church to say, uh, silver and good we do not have. But what we have, we give unto you. In the name of Jesus, it's a lie. Our hair has been shoven. Like Samson, we don't know. We think we are still there. And so we see all manner of things. God have mercy on us. Go to the next verse. Now, he says, you are what? The light. You are the solution to darkness. You are the only one who is equipped and designed to bring change. You are the only one endowed and endued from heaven. He says, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill, but we can't even shine in our house. Yet we're a global citizen. Set on a hill that cannot be hid. Look at it. Neither do men light candle and put it on the bushel, but on a candlestick that might give light unto all that are where in the so let your light do what so shine before men that he, he may see, they may see your good work and say yes this is a father's child know that if you can beat them join them no I'm praying the Lord will help us you know God is expecting us to arise as children of God, because we are the only ones. Look at Abraham. When he was going to intercede for Sodom and Gomorrah, what was the plea? Genesis 18, from verse 18. He said, see, I have a plan for Abraham. And I know he's going to teach his children the things I'm telling him. And because I'm confident in Abraham, I'm going to tell him some secret. Abraham, I'm going to disown Sodom and Gomorrah. And Abraham says, sir, please don't be angry with me. You know, the Bible says, I sought for intercessors, but I found none. Therefore, I brought judgment. You know what he said? He said, peradventure you will find 50 righteous men. That means righteousness will speak for a people. God said, okay, if we get there, let's go. Count. If I find 50 righteous men, it's over. See, the day the church of Nigeria is taken away, this nation will collapse. I say it with all sense of responsibility. It is because the church is still here. That is why it looks like they will squeeze Nigeria or bounce back. But for how long? He came to his Baba, eh, if there are 40 people, you see, Abraham, is that what you want? 40. Ah, go ahead. Ah. Abraham said, excuse me, sir. You know, pardon my childishness. 
if I find 30 people, um, I will. Okay, let's go. Ah, this one, God, you are agreeing with me. I'm not sure. Okay, he came to me and said, what of 20? See if I find 20 people who are righteous. The only qualification was what? Righteousness. He said, I will not. He went to 10. Abraham said, let it not be that my own is too much. At least, if Lord had come for evangelism, at least he will get what? at least 10 people. Abraham stopped. God couldn't find 10 people. I know that if he had gone further to say two, because God is merciful, maybe by adventure. You see how important righteousness is. Despite the terrible circumstance of our nation, that's what I'm saying, I'm sure in Nigeria you will find at least 10 righteous people. You agree with me? How many of us are here? I thought you'd be bold enough to say, I am here. Because, you see, now you are thinking your righteousness is what you have labeled, and the devil is condemning you. It is a righteousness of what? Faith. Because you are putting on Christ Jesus. It is the mercy of God. God laid the iniquity of us all upon him, that he might give us what? His righteousness. It's not a political statement, if truly you're a believer. I pray the Lord will give. So there's an expectation of God. That's why I said, I think in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 13 and 14. It says, if I shut up the heavens that there be no rain, if I command the locusts to defile the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, if my people, which are called what? By my name. If you are called by the name of the Lord, there is a responsibility upon your life. The first thing is they shall humble themselves. You know one thing about humility? God says you will be the one to humble yourself, not to humble another person. The Lord has never called us to humble other people. The only person has called you to humble is yourself. And if we fail to humble ourselves, God does not humble men. He humiliates men. Go and ask Nebuchadnezzar. So he said we should first follow what? Humble ourselves. Let no arrogancy. Let's change our attitude. Let's become real with him. He says, but the thing that frightens me, and the first thing we do is to, when you humble yourself, you take away pride. God does not hear the prayer of the proud person. But the prayer of the humble, he will do what? He will hear. Then seek the face of God. The thing that frightens is torn from their what? Wicked ways. Who was he talking to? His people. There was wickedness in his house. There was wickedness. So he says, and we hear from heaven, we forgive their sin and do what? Heal their land. God is going to heal our land. You know what I'm, I'm saying so? Because you are here today. Two of us will agree together. We will, we will not say their sin. We will say we have sinned against God 
on behalf of Nigeria, then God will hear from heaven. He will respond to us. If you believe that, say amen. amen. So we must understand that, that why is he expecting the church to do some things? The authority to do that lies in the church. Look at it. Ephesians 1, 19 to 22. Let me quickly round up. I will continue in the evening. Because there was a place he said in the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 1. Okay. He said, what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us? Who do what? Who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead, set him at his own right hand, where in heavenly places, far above all principalities and power, my dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but in also that which is to come, not only here, in the world to come. The Bible says, and I put all things under where his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to what? To the church. You see, we've lost the power. If we were united as a family, if we have not borrowed garments from the world and we determine what will happen in this nation and heaven agree with us, you think things will not change? You think they will abuse church? But what we do out there is what they do. The Lord will help us. Look at it. Matthew chapter 16 verse 18 to 19. Let me try and round up so you can go and pray and trust God for his mercy. And I say unto you, you are Peter, upon this rock will I build my church. And what will happen? But we are afraid. We think the war will overcome the church. Nothing will overcome the church. I can speak with absolute confidence. If anything could have taken the church under, this church would not be here. I've seen wickedness in this place. I've seen wicked confrontations. I've seen wicked manipulations from the assembly here. They were not able to take down the church. That is why you and I are gathered here today. If there's nothing I know, I know that one. But I'm praying that when I grow older, I'll begin to call names. I will tell this person, this is what you did, this is what you did. We know. Just wait when I become a senior citizen. Uh, no, I will. I will call names. I won't wait for them to die before I begin to call their names. Because when they go, calling their name will be a waste of time. But I pray that God will give them long life. Give them at least another 10 years. Then I will have left my white old age, uh, what do you call it, goatee. <laughs> and I'll be calling their names. When my ears become like that of Uncle B. Don't show Uncle B. You see this voice, they're bad people. God will help you. It says, verse, let's come, let's come. Nothing can happen to the church. No matter the plots, no matter how much they gather to sink the church, the church will not be destroyed. The church will not go down. The day God takes away the church from this nation or the earth, the earth is finished. Go and search scriptures and the Lord will help us in Jesus' name. But that does not mean we will continue in sin. That grace will abound. No. Verse 9. 
And I give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, that whatsoever you bind on earth shall be what? Bound in heaven. And whatsoever you shall lose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Joel chapter 2 verse 1. Let me round up. I will continue in the evening. Say blow chapter 2 verse 1, sorry. Blow the trumpet where? In Zion. This is Zion. Sound the alarm, my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the Lord tremble. For the day of the Lord cometh and is near. If you read till about verse 19, you say so that the Lord will become jealous when we fast. He will leave a blessing. He will say to his people, I am here for you. Let us pray. We were going to repent as a people. We're going to say, Lord, we are not separating ourselves from the sin of Nigeria. We are guilty as charged. We are crooked and a perverse people. And we, your people, who are in church, have encouraged it. And are even partakers of it. Can you please don't enter into judgment with us? Because the Bible says in his sight, no living will be justified. Let's plead for mercy and say, Lord, have mercy on Nigeria. Have mercy upon this land. We have sinned against you. We have done wickedly against your name. We have made men to abuse you. When Daniel was saying that, Daniel had not done any, any iniquity. But he, had, he chose to identify so that God can hear. You that God can hear today because you are his own. The Bible says anyone who names the name of the Lord must depart from iniquity. Can you repent of your own sin? And say, Lord, I have sinned against you. Leave Nigeria for, let's repent of our lies, of our wickedness, of our bitterness, of our hatred for one another, of our deceit in marketplaces, in our offices. Lord, forgive me anywhere and everywhere I have sinned. Let heaven bear record this day that our eyes on you as you forgive us. Cleanse us from every unrighteousness. Wash Nigeria with the blood of the Lamb. Let's take one prayer point for Nigeria and say, God, arise in Nigeria. Let every enemy of this nation scatter. We will pray more in the evening. I want you, I've showed you many scriptures today to hold on to and pray for yourself. So when you come in the evening, it's in my harvest. Lord, arise. Let every enemy of this nation be scattered. Arise, O oh God, for this nation. Let us pray for our chaplain.
that the Lord will bless his substance. He has watered us that the Lord will bless his substance, that the Lord will accept the work of his hands. Let's pray that the Lord will satisfy him early and satisfy him with favor in the name of Jesus. Let's pray that the Lord will make him full of blessings and the Lord will bless him in the day. The Lord will bless him at night. Every hour of the day he will see the face of the Lord and he will declare the word of the Lord as the Lord gives to him for this congregation and for our nation in the name of Jesus. Pray for yourself as we pray for this nation that the Lord will lay a new foundation for us as a people. The Lord will lay a new foundation for us as Nigerians. The Lord has wiped away our sins. He has forgiven. He will not remember our sins. He will not visit our iniquities. He will not remember them again. He will lay for us a new foundation. We will start afresh and we will walk with him to the glory of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us pray that the Lord will not cast us out. I, as an individual in this nation, the Lord will not cast me away. The Lord will not cast me away. And he will not remember my sin. But that the Lord will give us grace and strength to take heed to this word that we have heard. That as children of God, we will not continue to desecrate the church. We will not continue to stand against the word of God for the church and for this nation. The Lord has given us oil in this land. Let's pray that the Lord will dip our feet in this oil. That the Lord will dip our feet in oil. That every side we turn to will walk in smoothness and in ease. Thank you, wonderful Father. Thank you, precious Lord. Thank you for your word that has come to us again. We are asking, King of glory, that nothing will steal this word from our lives in the name of Jesus. Nothing will hinder us from enjoying the blessings that you have poured down upon this nation in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you because we know that you always stand with us and you always walk with us as we continue. Help us to just continue to look into your face that grace, mercy, and favor will continue to mark our path in the name of Jesus. We pray for our chaplain that everything that makes for blessings, let it fall upon him in the name of Jesus. Let him dip his feet in oil in the name of Jesus. Blessed be your name, O Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.